This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back to Jesters of Ravenloft, where a group of comedians try to escape the horrors of the mists. The troop concluded their training. Tyler completed his malodorous combative lessons to become a blade singer. Dell started sketching out spells to help tidy up the town and discovered that her D&D Pokeball animals only live for a day. Shadow Rogue learned to be briefer in his prayers and started to feel Ezra's presence. And Shadow unlearned all his healthy coping mechanisms and learned to channel his anger into even more violence. Hazel read the letter from her dad that Shadam had forged, and now she and the squire don't trust Tyler. Will the troop work through their division, and will their friendship outlast their mission? I doubt it. <laughs> the heroes of Wet Change have completed their training, which is why I have sent each of you your new character sheets. And not only did you complete your training, you felt the mists uh, affect your your bodies as you you attuned to these new skill sets. And I have allowed each of these wonderful uh, companions and compatriots and player characters to be able to switch two of their stats to suit their new class. So they they're, they're not min-maxed in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> but if there's one thing that they specifically needed to be able to do well, we've all heard how well they've done with their training. It's only right that it should be done that well. I will note the only person who changed absolutely nothing was Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I'm Tyler, and that's the deal. Yep. Tomorrow, you have to face the Dark One. But tonight, you are all invited to see a traveling performance of the Vistani. It's a celebration Ooh. of your training. Before tomorrow, you have the big climactic showdown. Paul Rudd has told you that the Vistani are a traveling troupe. They're known for performing in these areas. It's it's a bit of a show. It's a bit of a carnival. It's a little bit of everything. Is there anything you would want to specifically prepare to attend a performance? Anything I'd like to do specifically? Like, yeah, I do you want to freshen up? Maybe you know. Like, <laughs> I mean, freshen up is allowed. You could get a specific a outfit. You've got some time. If there was anything you wanted to wear yeah, at a fancy event, yeah. Hey, I, I'm sure we haven't changed our clothing this whole time we've been here. You are correct. Let's go out, paint the town red. You know, dress to the nines. I know a guy that you know is two guys, a lizards in a trench coat. <laughs> you know, a guy who's on a guy who's on another guy, and they wear a, a long coat together. I know a guy who's on a guy, and it's two guys, and they're in a trench coat, and they're not real guys. They're lizards. 
I'm pretty and sure they speak three, like robots. There's three. Sure there's three <laughs> there was three I wasn't there, and I wouldn't actually know any of this. One but I'm pretty of them sure was below the counter. Then <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I can't see everything, Tyler. Got it. Okay. All okay. Right. Well, that sounds very really interesting. Um, yeah. They sell they sell clothes. I mean, they gave me like um, food and biscuits and you know donuts and stuff. So I assume. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That rad, I, I think that rad breakfast was was from them, from you, was, but, was, but yeah, you got it from yes. them. Thank you, by the way. Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure they have everything we need. Well, why don't we go down there and do some shopping? <laughs> <laughs> shopping. Everyone's favorite part of yeah. any adventure. So you make your way to Human Tinker and Shop. <laughs> what are you hoping to purchase? From these, as, as you enter into the store, you see the tall, masked figure. It's about seven and a half feet tall with the mask, a long trench coat body, gloves on the end where the fingers don't move, and it's tilting a little bit oddly and says, Hello, hello, hello. How can we help you? Hello again, my friends. I brought more friends. Um, we're going out, we're celebrating, we worked real hard, and we're wondering what you have in the form of a tire that may possibly even celebrate our uh, new classes. Can you roll me a performance, feels right, for what you would have to be able to, 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 be able to source, as opposed okay. to perception? Let's define out what they have in the store. Okay. I'll roll you a performance. Here goes. <laughs> okay, well, uh, that is an 11. <laughs> we have a selection of hats and some pretty gloves. Also, cravats or a tie. We're Tom the Human Tinker. What's a okay. cravat? It's like a tie, but it's more <laughs> knotted. And you tuck it into your shirt, especially if you have a vest. Ooh, that oh, sounds yeah. fancy. And they try to do jazz hands, but then one of the gloves falls off. They go, oh, fuck. And they just <laughs> lean down. And then they fail their deck save, so the top cobalt falls off. And then the whole thing just collapses. <laughs> oh. And there are three cobalts oh, no. being like, oops. Oh. <laughs> they remind me of you guys. You guys okay? No, 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 we're okay. Please don't that. tell anyone. They all think we're human. I, what? No. Wait, You're all why? doing great. Good Why do you work. need to hide? There was uh, we, we met like bird people out there, little hobbity guys. All There's kinds lizard of people out there. There's literally lizard people, and you there are lizard. lizard. Yeah, there are literally lizard people out mm -hmm. there. What uh, what's with the secrecy? I mean, I won't tell anyone. I just I don't understand why you need to hide who you are. We thought this was a human village. We don't go out much. I think you'd be fine out there. Yeah, but there's all different sorts of people out there. Maybe we could make Tom the Human Tinker into a mascot of some kind. <laughs> make us popular. Make us sales. Tom the Human Tinker. Um, that doesn't really solve the problem of you, you know, getting to know other people as yourselves. Does it? No. Do you want a hat? <laughs> um, actually, yes. Uh, I would love some gloves as well to cover up these little guys here. Um, I don't know. I'm feeling like... I'm really, I'm reborn. I'm pure. I'm a cleric. What what is it? What is it? What does a color clerics wear? Do you know anything about that, Tinker? White and gold are popular. Well, those aren't my colors, but uh, this is the era of the new rogue. So, okay, gold and white it is. 
Uh, and they they quickly slapped down two gold gloves and a white wimple, like you saw on Sister Quentin Abbasi. Okay. Wait, what's a wimple? <laughs> it's like if, if you remember the flying nun, it's it, it swoops very far out and looks like a giant folded scroll resting on top of a head with it coming with pieces okay. coming down and resting on your shoulders, okay. kind of like a mosquito net, but made okay. of cloth. Okay, okay. Well, this is fun. I'm gonna put these on and look at me, guys. I'm I'm like Sister Bassi. We're gonna have a great yeah. time. Very Can you roll me go. an arcana? I will roll whatever you want me to roll. And that is a six. Your hands immediately melt through the gloves. <laughs> They're gone. Oh. Sorry, buddy. I just want gloves, man. There's got to well, be some kind of material that can withstand your uh, uh, magical hands or something like that. We maybe talk to a, I don't know, a wizard or uh, a blacksmith, I guess. Okay. It sounds okay. like things that would be in this town. I mean, I know wizards are here, but there's got to be something, right? Tyler, guys, right? You three little guys? Yeah, totally possible. Yeah. yeah, all right. Oh, Tyler, thank you so much. That's that's really good thinking on your part. Do you guys want anything, though? Anybody want a cravat? Should we all do cravats? Make uh, it a team maybe, thing? Or maybe. do you all want wimples? Uh, mm, uh, no. Tom, I, are, you, are you all Tom? Or do you have individual names? Or... Uh, I'm Drukit, I'm Numpy, and I'm Peely Wally. <laughs> Peely Wally? And what was, yep. the, what was the middle guy's name, the middle fellers? Numpty. Num- sometimes num- it's Numpy, sometimes it's Numpty. <laughs> I switch okay. it up. <laughs> okay. Well, I hear Drukit, you. Numpty, and uh, Peely Wally. Um, what, is, uh, what is money for you? What, what, do you, what, do you, what could we pay you with? Because I don't know that we have it. Yeah. Uh guys, uh don't you remember the little medals we got? These these things go really far with these little lizard guys. Oh. We'll give anything to the chosen ones. The chosen ones are you. Mm. Just and I pull give out this my stuff me- to us? I pull out my medal. Yeah, I pull out mine too and just kind of like dangle it in front of him. Mm. Oh, you are the chosen one. What do you want? <laughs> chosen Ooh. one. Um hmm. do you have anything magical like say like something that can make me fly maybe? <laughs> can you roll me an arcana arcana if he gets a flying thing i'm going to <laughs> come on <laughs> arcana um oh, well that's a minus one so hold on to your socks everybody so 16 total we've got some boots with wings on them okay do they make me fly they can flutter <laughs> Meaning I can fly if I wear them? In your heart, you can fly. People will watch you flutter. So the wings just flap on the shoes. That seems like an undersell of a pretty cool thing, but essentially, <laughs> yes, you're right. So I won't fly. I could just walk around and the wings would flap. Very cute. Very cute. You'd make lots of friends. Yeah, um, you don't have, like, a cloak or something that could make me, like, you know, get, like, magnetic powers or something, or maybe, like, flying swords or or anything like that? Can you roll me an arcana, Adam? Like, Magneto, I want a Magneto cloak. Don't you think that would look really cool with my outfit? I don't know who's making it. Oh, you're missing out. I don't know. Adam, can you roll me an arcana? 
arcana. But before you roll, you feel the mists swirl up from beneath you. This guy's about to get a goddamn magneto cloak. Chad, (laughs) be careful. They they suffuse you and this moment with power. You can see the mists are also affecting the storeroom at the back of the shop. Can you roll me a d6? Oh, no. Oh, yeah, I guess if you fail, then something very bad will happen, actually. It won't just be, no, we don't have it. It'll be, give me your money or something. (laughs) Give me your wallet. (laughs) I become magnetic and just all the knives fly at me. (laughs) Whoopsies. Monkey's paw. Monkey's paw. (laughs) Four. That's good. Four. Mm -hmm. That is good. You, they, they go into the back and come out with a cape made of interwoven chain links. Hmm. And they present it to you and say, this is so magical. We found it yesterday. We didn't know who to give it to. It's for you. I grab it and I put it on. You're wearing a cape. You look great. (laughs) (laughs) We love you and we love the cape. Okay. What does it do? You said, you said it was magic. You wanted it to be like Magneto. Yeah. I'm assuming that's a magnet man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're not you're not far it off. It can attract it can attract metal. Oh that's okay. what it do. Just flick it out all cool like and it can protect you. Can I say uh like reverse the polarity and like you know, like the earth has metal in it, right? So can I use the cape? To reverse it and float? Wouldn't that just make the cape fly off your shoulders and up into the sky and you'd never get it back? Well, it's tied <laughs> on my neck, Tyler. The, wouldn't that choke rope. you to death? Because yeah, with the just... force of it pulling you up into the atmosphere. Well, Adam, I would hold it, you... it away. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, you are thinking about this moment and, and desperately hoping that this could work. And normally I would have you roll an arcana, but the mists are still swirling around this <laughs> Oh my god! Can give you me, roll give me, me give me. a d6? <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, I already got the thing, so if I fail, then it's gonna, like... Uh, like double turn down, into, like, Adam. It's gonna be I, like, a, like a razor blade you thing. You should have accepted just... the wimble. <laughs> <laughs> As I get sliced in half. Alright. It's a magnetic wimble. <laughs> uh, two! <laughs> Better here and now than when the fate of our lives hang in the balance. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, you you reach down and flick the cape dramatically towards the ground and it starts to rise. Oh yeah. And it is starting to choke you. Can you roll me oh. an athletic save? Uh-oh. Um, my athletics is Oh, athletics save. Oh, plus two Or I guess athletics. strength save. Yeah, whatever. Strength save or, or roll me in athletics. Either one. Okay. All right. Well, my... Str- my Okay, okay. Oh, saving throw. Well, my strength saving throw is plus four. Well, just roll whatever's higher. I'm being generous. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'll do the plus four one, please. Uh, total of 16. 16. You take one point of damage. Oh, no. You are still floating five feet off the ground. And it's choking you. Oh, oh, oh no. Is it uh, visibly choking him? Oh, yeah. It's lifted him up off the ground, but he thought he could hold on. But it's just wrapped around his neck, and it's floating up over top of him. And, <laughs> and then I'm it's like, just floating. I'm the hanging. master of magnetism. <laughs> <laughs> 
Druick, Numpty, Peely Wally, help! We don't know what to do. We only <laughs> found it yesterday. Oh, God. How far up is he? Five He's feet. Five, five feet off the floor. All right. Oh, I, that's all right. I'm going to try to put hands up and untie it. <laughs> okay. Can I, can I stand on the roof? Can I, I you can... roll me an acrobatics? And I will say, Dell, you yeah. wanted to untie it, so he's he's floated five feet up, so you would actually have to climb him. Do you want to try to do that? My my arms are oh, he's his whole body is five yeah. feet up. Yeah, so his well, feet Tyler, are five feet Tyler up. Tyler lift me. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> yes! That's what I was. I, that's what I was going yes! with. I'm gonna do our own uh, our own uh, Drukit Numpty Billy Wally <laughs> exactly. situation here. Yeah, I I rolled an eighteen total. You rolled an 18 total. Yeah. You kick your legs, ready to do a cool backflip, and you flip partway up, and then your metal armor is attracted to your own cape, which is strangling you. You are stuck to your cape. <gasps> Am I choking still? You are choking, but now in the reverse, in that your head is going down into the hole of the cape, and oh. it's crushing your throat, but Ooh. upside down. <laughs> Why do we, I right. just want things? Why is this... <laughs> Okay, uh, too many prime ministers. Get up, get yeah. it. Come on, let's go. Let's <laughs> yep, get up here. Yep, back on Tyler's shoulders. <laughs> okay, right. and I'm gonna I'm gonna quickly put on these floaty little boots if I could, because that will give us a little bit of an extra. The flutter uh, shoes. I, don't, I think you'll you're gonna melt them. Too late. I put them on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can you roll me an arcana? <laughs> but before you do, the mists <laughs> oh swirl up God. from beneath you. Let's go. As the watchers are drawn to this moment more than many others that they perhaps should have been. <laughs> Can you roll me a D6? Okay, I got... Oh, I just rolled the... Oh, okay. Three. You put on the boots, which melt. <laughs> and when you see that happen, you go, oh, no, and put your hands on your head and melt your own wimple. Oh, no! Oh, no! <laughs> Sister, Hobatsi. Oh, God. I'm Adam sorry, guys. Strangling. Dell, you've climbed onto Tyler's shoulders. Yeah, I'm going to try to disengage the, the, the cape from around his neck the, the, somehow. The clasp somehow? Or, yeah. yeah. Untie Can you and roll clasp? me a sleight of hand? Yes. It's a 16. 16. You undo the clasp. Adam, you fall straight to the floor. And take another point of damage God as you Lord. slam into the ground. The cape floats up until it sits against the ceiling of the shop 12 feet above you. Oh, Shadow, are you okay? <laughs> why? Why? All I wanted was to be Magneto. <laughs> it's uh, not easy being Magneto, buddy. Clearly. Clearly. Yeah. I, I bit off more than I could chew. Thank you, friends. Thank you for, thank you for helping me. Yeah, Is your no neck problem. sore? Would you like a cravat? I would like two Tylenols, please. <laughs> okay, here we go. Open up. <laughs> yeah, I flipped them right into his little mouth. Great. You you get one health point that's added uh, back. Uh, uh, you can't just take more Tylenol and make it uh, more effective. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Druk okay. it, numpty. Or Numphy, let's use the alternate. Uh, uh, Peely Wally, uh, how do we turn that off? How do we turn off this uh, floaty cape thing? You just got it yesterday. Do you know how? You have to flick it dramatically like he did right. to turn it on. Oh. 
Well, do you guys have a, a broom or a mop? Sure. <laughs> and they just well, give you a broom. Yeah, right. I, I, I like, hand I just... it up to Dell on my shoulders. <laughs> Can I scuttle up no, and just get yeah, it? Just... I'm holding this broom. But... <laughs> yeah, you're watching them stacked on top of each other with the broom, try to yeah. get it. And yes, Adam, you just walk up the wall and are there. Okay. I want to roll oh, right. it up. And until I can figure out how to uh, harness the powers of magnetism, I'll uh, I'll put it in my bag of holding. <laughs> you achieve that. Okay. All right. All what right. do we call this? Like jerk cape? Like what? What's what's in my bag of holding? <laughs> Just call Mag- it the magneto cape. It's what you asked for. Jerk <laughs> cape. Oh my goodness. It was a jerk. <laughs> Tyler and Dell. Are there anything you want? The lizards are looking at you expectantly. All right. Yeah, I turn to face them with Dell on my shoulders. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <whoa. laughs> they immediately stack up and are practically, you know, the same height. A little shorter. Okay. Right. Uh, twins. Yeah, we're twinsies. Twins. Um, I don't. What What's good to wear for a, a, a Vistani show? Have you guys been to a Vistani show before? Are we. That's all I've heard so far is that they're traveling performers. It's like the theater. So you want to be fancy, but you also want to be comfortable. Also, maybe binoculars. Oh. You have binoculars? Yeah. And they just give you a pair of binoculars. Thank you very much. I I, I think uh, for comfort, I'll, I'll stay in, in these clothes. Um, yeah. But I, I appreciate the binoculars. You're welcome. And what about you, last chosen one? Oh, man. Uh, you, don't, you don't have any other clothes besides these ones, huh? No. <laughs> All right. I, I guess Sorry. I'll, I'll take a hat. You take a hat? What kind yeah. of hat are you feeling? <laughs> so, I don't know. Give me, give me a, give me a fancy feather hat. Some something barty. That's that's what I do now. Apparently. Can you roll me a performance? <laughs> All right. That is a twenty-four. <laughs> Whoa! Wow. With that majestic roll, you receive a beautiful hat. It is three musketeers style meets pirate with a big swooping feather, all black, sleek, tremendously stylish, and it absolutely matches your outfit. No one has ever looked better in a hat than you do right now. Oh, that, that works great. Thanks, thanks, you three. You're welcome. Enjoy the show. We're going to close the store right after you leave so we can go to... Oh, okay, good. You should go and make some friends and be yourselves, you know? Okay. Uh, but all my stuff melted, and then the door just shuts <laughs> Just shove us out. I, I also got screwed over. Hey! <laughs> and that is where you're left with uh, two people looking slightly more put together and two people having learned a valuable lesson about the dangers of Ravenloft. <laughs> <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. The four of you walk down the streets towards what sounds like a carnival. You can see flashing lights and flames in the distance, but for the first time, you don't hear any of the sounds of the oddly jovial combat that takes place in town. Instead, you're just hearing laughter 
conversation, that magical chat that people have a few decibels too loud because they've clearly been drinking. And as you walk around a corner, you end up in a large outdoor amphitheater. You can see wooden seats and benches have been set up all over the place, and the whole town has turned out in front of a small stage in the distance, just raised up about five feet on a wooden platform that's clearly only been built in the last few hours. Behind it, you can see a number of caravans with horses that have drawn them into place. They've got beautiful signage and pictures. You don't speak the language that is written on any of them, but you can see that these appear to not just be Carts for props and backdrops, as you can see, a simple one has been laid of a kingdom and a castle in the distance behind the stage, but also cooking where places for people to live. These are clearly homes as well as performance and travel venues. The whole town is here. Everybody is out. Everybody is very excited. Can all of you roll me perception checks? Hmm. 20. Oh, Nice. Uh, 11. Seven. Six. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Dell and Adam, you or Dell and Shadam, you're just walking forwards. You're seeing the the crowd. You're just taking in this whole scene as it happens. Shadam, you're seeing a number of people look over and give you a thumbs up and be like, hey, the chosen one. People are just excited (laughs) to see you. Yeah. Tyler, you're taking in this moment and the crowd, and you can see everybody's here. You're seeing your your trainer is hiding in an alley off to the side. You're seeing the other political figures. Some of the trainers you've heard about from your friends you can picture on your own, having heard tales of Francine the Frightful. You recognize Sister Quentin Abbasi. You can spot Rupert Darlin from a distance. He's kind of hard to miss among all of the bards. New Rogue. As you follow the group forwards, you look around and you see a couple of things that stand out to you. You see two dwarven rogues give Tyler and Dell the finger and then disappear in a smoke bomb. (laughs) You see Glow Silverseed, the halfling wizard who is the leader of the wizard guild, point at Tyler and make a, a couple of nasty hand gestures and then think he's got Tyler's eye and just draw a thumb across his throat as though he'll he'll kill him. You also see the great wizard illusionist Omega Sergeant of Shadows and Magic off to the side with Shadow Jimmy and they are both just staring hatefully at Tyler with hands on their weapons and the great wizard illusionist is trying to summon sparks and failing. But next to him, Shadow Jimmy is just standing with a tiny little bit of fire flickering between her fingers. Uh, 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 Tyler, Tyler, come here. Tyler, Tyler, Tyler. And then I grab him. Oh, shit. Well, I already, okay, I grab him. Roll a d4. Oh. Fuck. I love it. Every Every time. It's a d4. I greet him with my usual face yeah. touching. Can you just <laughs> pick me up by the scrub of my neck with your teeth like some sort of mother cat? I'm sorry. It's a three. It's a three. All right, Tyler, you take three points of damage. That's a third of my health. Tyler, somebody's trying to hurt Ow! you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Fuck. Fuck. Tyler, 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 here, have a Tylenol. And I, I, I quick, I just, I have these basically... Very quick. I quick yeah. draw my Tylenol. Right it out at me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, Ty- okay, that that was my eye. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Here. Stop it. I, you have my full attention. What, Tyler? There's what? some seedy, unscrupulous folks here, and I think they want you dead, including Omega Sergeant 
the great wizard illusionist Omega Sergeant of Shadows and Magic, Shadow Jimmy. And I saw like two dudes give you a little finger. I saw this little halfling feller. Like he put his thumb what? across his neck and did the, this thing, which I, I think means like... Don't do not do it. Don't touch your... Oh, oh. Well, yeah. I mean... Everybody loves it. No, never mind. Uh, <laughs> you, Rogue, as you're trying to explain uh, the danger to Tyler, you feel the mists wrap around you and you feel a pop culture reference pop into your mind that's the perfect way to describe this situation. Right. Um, sure. Okay. So it it's basically like you're Steve Urkel and you've gone into the house next door. You remember Urkel? With, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got any cheese? Um, and you go inside <laughs> of the house with Laura, uh, the police officer, Dad, Eddie, everybody, and they fucking hate you. And I just oh, feel like it's like family matters. Yeah, yeah, family does matter. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> it's very dangerous, and you're not wanted here. I think you best be on your guard. Something fishy's going on here, and I don't like it. Well, I mean. I know the, you know, the little guys who flipped me off, were they, were they dwarves? They were dwarves. I think those are the rogue, like, leaders or whatever. We, Del and I, like, pissed them off. We, we fucked up a magic trick, uh, and uh, they're pretty mad at us about it. Like, they, they thought we were attacking them, so I get that. Uh, the other stuff doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, Omega Sergeant was, like, doing sparks in his hand. And they were looking at you with death in their eyes. And <laughs> I know all about death. I can I mean, I can, I can maybe even excuse that, you know, just like, that's, he's just like, he likes bad things. Bad things are good to him, it seems like. So maybe like that is, is like him being nice. But the weird, the weird one is Shadow Jimmy. We were getting on fine. We were going to swap like magic uh, recipes. Um well, clearly where shit. where where'd you see them right over there and i point at the side yep you can uh, see them they like yeah. you look over and they're about 30 <laughs> feet away tyler can you roll me a perception yeah look harder uh, no i refuse because i rolled a seven <laughs> i'm gonna look worse in fact you look over and Hazel, as you know her, is just looking at the stage totally harmlessly. However, you do see the great wizard illusionist Omega Sergeant of Shadows and Magic is looking at you with one hand, almost flicking fingers like a lighter that won't start. And then he looks back up and then he just gives you the finger. I just take out my binoculars and look at them. Like a better look at these guys. And he's like nervous now and looks away and pretends he's just watching the stage and it didn't happen. Is he like like I've got the binoculars hold, held to my face with one hand? Are they looking at me still to see if I'm looking at them? No, they're looking away now. No. It, Hazel's just still watching the stage. Yeah, the, Hazel, the I don't. Wizard Illusionist is clearly ignoring you, pretending you didn't see him. So, like, if I wave, he can't really see me because he's very specifically not looking at me. Yeah, he's very specifically yeah. not looking at you. He manages to maintain okay. that, even though he really wanted to wave back. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, did you say there was someone else? Yeah, he was like doing this, little... doing the doing the thumb across the throat. Yeah, 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 exactly. Who? Which which looked not great. And yeah, I, I don't I don't really know who that guy was. 
Who's where? Where is that guy? I got my binoculars. And then I point, and he's just to the he's to the left uh, by a few and feet. He was to the left, but there's no one standing there now. What was he dressed like that I could? Was there any specific clothing I could? He was remember? in red wizard robes. He was a halfling. He was there. He seemed very focused. He had like frizzy hair, just a little like very tense, wired energy, almost shaking, vibrating with energy. Uh, Okay, so all of that. He was in red wizard robing. Wizard take two. He was in red wizard robe wear, and he was shaking with anger. And he was a halfling. Frizzy hair. Frizzy. Glow. I met him once, like last week, a a week ago. He wants to choke you out. Train with him. Yeah, he wants to choke you out, yo. Something's bad. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm gonna get get some concessions. (laughs) <laughs> okay. New rogue oh. leaves to get snacks. Tyler, you're left with this uncomfortable moment. Adam, or Shadam, as mm-hmm. the case may be, you are making your way to the front uh, trying to find a seat when Paul Rudd pops up and says, Hey, chosen one, come out over here. We got these special seats for you and your band. And you see that there Ooh. are four comfortable plush chairs right in the front row, center stage. Oh, wow. <laughs> Why, thank you, Paul Rudd. Uh, and, uh, oh, do I see, do I see my kids? I would look around for my kids to be like, yep. You spot them. They're over on the, over on the left among the crowd. Okay. Uh, so I'll, I'll go to Paul and be like, oh, uh, hate to do this there, Paul, but, uh, <laughs> both my kids also need great chairs. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, you don't want you children roll- sitting on the ground in the dirt. Do you, Paul Rudd? <laughs> Can you roll me an intimidation? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Can you intimidate Paul Rudd? Can I intimidate Paul Rudd? That's unflappable. <laughs> um, that is a total of 22. Oh, shit. Never mind. <laughs> I, I, I'm so sorry. I'll solve this right away. I'll solve this right away. I'm so sorry, Mr. Chosen One. And Paul Rudd, visibly sweating, starts sprinting off to find a chair for you. Yeah, that's, that's, for, that's for quantum mania. Now, give me a, give me a chair. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Rudd is sprinting off into the distance, panicked, determined to find chairs, as is his rifle punishment for quantum mania, according to Shadam. <laughs> Meanwhile, Dell, you've been moving forwards when Rumple Foreskin approaches you out of the crowd. Rumple Foreskin has a cool little flower crown and just flowers laid into a saddle on their back, and they just say, Oh, how are you doing? Oh my gosh, you look great. And your hat is so dashing. Oh, thank you. My hand. I just- I guess I'm over them. This feels very like a Ren fair. I'm just, <laughs> I'm kind of just taking it all in. It's it's nice to not, I mean, I kind of woke up figuring we would walk into death or something and I'd never see you again. So, I mean, a little show and hangout's nice. Yeah, this is way better than that thing you were suggesting. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hope that doesn't happen, but, you know, gotta be prepared. Me too. Uh, Del, can you roll me? When you were trying to win over the bards against Rupert Darlin over the course of the day, because you get to spend the day doing that. Yeah. Do you think this would be a persuasion role or a performance role? Were you going around to try to convince them that Rupert sucked? Or were you going around being more showy, trying to deal with groups rather than individuals? Yeah, I think I was. It, it, it's a group thing because I think I was trying to convince them, you guys should all start your own band. <laughs> you should all start your own band and work together. You guys would be great as a band. <laughs> trying to do my manager thing. Like, you're... 
oh, you like that? Your friend is this person. Here, you will be friends. Do okay, yeah, this is definitely a performance role, and you will have advantage because Rupert Darlin sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's a 19. 19. Wow. Let me see how his influence on the crowd could work. He tried to put up a political battle, but you were making some real headway with the crowds. You were winning people over all day. And Rumpel says, I think there's going to be some big political shifts among the bards tonight. It's pretty exciting. You won over so many of them. Oh, good for them. I, you know, I just I didn't want them suffering that way. It was weird. T tyranny of one strange guy. But I don't know. Yeah, he he really was strange. Uh, and Rumpel looks over and you both look over and see Rupert Darlin who is sitting among all the bards, but with like a four-foot space between him and anyone else. And he's holding up a glass, trying to get someone to fill it, and all the bards nearby are drinking, but no one is filling his glass. Ooh, burn. Wow. That's, that's painful. That's rough. I know, you know, it almost makes you feel bad for him. I mean, he's definitely a jerk, but... Ugh, I probably shouldn't intercede more. I'd, they gotta figure out all their own shit. I mean, I don't think you need to feel bad. He was terrible and emotionally manipulative. Even right now, him making you feel bad could be a manipulation. That's true. That's that's just like catnip for me, though, Rumpelstiltskin. I am sorry. <laughs> I am just overwhelmed right now. I, I, I'm glad you corrected yourself. It's all good. So, yeah. I mean, if you feel really bad, you could always draw your invisible servant you told me about to get him a drink. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel that bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's smart. Yeah. So you all move forwards, uh, and everyone, you see the chairs that have been set out for the Chosen Ones. Uh, you get to take your seats in this front row. Shadow Jimmy and the Great Wizard Illusionist, Omega Sergeant of Shadows and Magic. Uh, they both come down to sit as well. Paul Rudd hurries back. He has one chair that he sets down. And then he just gets down on his hands and knees and says, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that I don't have the, the chairs you needed. But hey, I can be a chair and that's fun too. Uh, okay. And, and then my, my eyes burn red. And it's like, then congratulations, Paul Rudd, for you are my chair. And I sit on him. Great. So Adam is sitting on Paul Rudd, <laughs> who is on his hands and knees as a chair. Uh, there are padded chairs for the rest of you. And... <laughs> The Omega Sergeant and Shadow Jimmy. I come walking down to the chairs. I say, Shadow, get off of Mayor Paul Rudd. He agreed to be my chair because I gave my chair to my children because I love them. And I lean over and I pat my kids on the head. Mayor Rudd, you all right down there? This is what you want? Oh, yeah, this is what I deserve. Uh, no. What, what you deserve? No. What are you talking about? That's I made Quantumania, not... and the Chosen One made it clear that that was a crime. So I think this is a very reasonable punishment. Adam, Guys, the show is about to start down in front. <laughs> you can have my seat. You can have my seat. I'll give you my seat, Adam. You can have mine. Tyler, you, you're, you're just a great guy. But this has to happen. I have to sit <laughs> on Paul Rudd so he learns his lesson. Shadow. Don't. Don't do that. Look, I can go sit with Rumpel Foreskin. You, you guys sit in the chairs. Don't sit on Paul Rudd, yeah. please. All right, all right. I, my eyes burn red, and I <laughs> lift 
Paul Rudd up and I dust him off and I'm like, consider yourself lucky that the other members of Wet Change have shown mercy. But if you diss my kids again, you will know a pain like you have never felt in your life. And I, my eyes burn red and like they start smoking and I, and I start shaking my fists and I go, and normally I would have you roll an intimidation. But at this moment, the mists swirl up oh from around God. your feet and suffuse with your whole body <laughs> to make this a tremendously important menacing moment. Can you roll me a D6? What? <laughs> wow. <laughs> to what end? Okay. Uh... <laughs> exactly. Oh, boy. Was he going to, like, shank me? Does, like, Paul Rudd keep, like, tiny knives on him or something? <laughs> I don't even want to think about... What either outcome is for this? Just, uh, yeah. No one talks about red that way, and they just. That is a solid one. Paul Rudd is terrified of you and takes a step back. And that's when you realize, looking around, that you have been screaming at the mayor. In front of the entire town and threatening Paul Rudd in front of all of the guilds. And it's the record scratch of the moment. There's no raucous sound. There's no celebration anymore. People are backing away a little bit. And you're starting to hear whispers of like, is he becoming the Black Knight? Is this the Black What if they're not the chosen one? What if they're evil? (laughs) What if he's evil? What if he's evil? What do you do? Uh, I uh, uh, I jump on stage and go, and scene. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, one and all. Uh, I just did that uh, play with Paul Rudd to show you that I'm not the Black Knight and I'm actually a great guy. And you, that feeling you're feeling right now, of like, oh, is he the Black Knight? Um like, yeah, like, feel it, right? But know that I'm not. So then your feeling should be reversed. And at that point, I come back with, like, a bunch of meat on sticks. It's like, <laughs> hey, everybody, I got you some food. Adam, you, since you've been so good and have not been going to the dark side lately, I figured I'd give you the biggest piece of meat on a stick I could find. Here you go, pal. Oh, <laughs> thank you, um, new rogue. Oh, thank you, Shadam. It's really, it's really great to see you treating your kids so nicely, not resorting to evil. I really feel like you've turned a whole new leaf here, and uh, it's just so great. Let's enjoy the show, everybody. And <laughs> New Rogue sits down, completely oblivious to the tension of the whole crowd. Shadam, you're standing there, and they clearly have not been fully convinced by what you have said. And that's when the the mist swirls beside you and you look down and you just see a beautiful hat. What is the most beautiful hat you can imagine? The most beautiful hat I can imagine. Hmm. Um, It's like a solid gold, uh, like Abraham Lincoln top hat (laughs) that uh, (laughs) that has uh, uh, like a bunch of ribbons around it that have uh, uh, nice things about me on it. And uh, and it smells like lavender. 
That is the hat that you see <laughs> written all over it. Wow. Shadam is the best. Shadam is the chosen one. We love Shadam. And the mist raises up a single fist that gives you a thumbs up before the mist flows away and leaves this hat as a gift for you. I, I do that thing where, like, you hold the hat and you can kind of, like, spin it on your arm and, like, pop it on your head. And, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and I take a bite out of the meat and I'm like, tastes good. Like me. But I'm good. And I don't taste good. Th- that is when okay. you activate the magic that comes from within your hat. And a swarm of rats burst out of the hat surrounding you and then immediately attack you. <laughs> what? Uh, I scream. <laughs> yep. What's your AC? Uh, 16. The rats try to bite you, but can't get through your armor just yet. You're surrounded by a swarm of rats that are all biting you. I take off my hat and I put it on Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd is a significant distance from you. Are you running oh. towards him? You climbed up on the stage. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> um, uh, okay. Jesus Christ. All right. I Yeah, I guess I'll run towards Paul Rudd. And I'll be like, you did this, Paul Rudd. And I want to put that hat I, on him. I am beside Paul Rudd. And I'm like, go, Paul, go. I'm just going to stand like, I don't know what is happening. I'm chasing Paul. I'm going to chase him. Shadow, can you roll me an athletics at disadvantage? Disadvantage. Uh, and I will give Paul Rudd advantage to escape you. Well... Athletics, you said? Yep. Well, total of 10. Paul Rudd is off like a flash. Ant-Man can run. Damn. So (laughs) you are still surrounded by rats that attack you again. (gasps) They're clinging to you. That's a net 20. Holy shit. The rats have chewed through the joints in your armor and are now inside your suit. And you will take... Holy shit. Six damage from the rats. Oh, my God. What? This is, man, this day is not my day. Okay. Um, Can you roll me a performance check with advantage? Performance check. Okay, all right. Advantage. Okay, performance. That is an 18 total. 18. While the rats are attacking you and you're standing in front of the crowd, you are killing right now. People are laughing their asses off. They are thinking this was a clown bit where you pretended to be scary and then showered yourself in rats, and it must all be an illusion because you're having so much fun. But blood is leaking down the dozens of rat bites that are taking place inside your armor, and you're realizing if you don't deal with these creatures quickly, there won't be a battle tomorrow. You're going to die to a hat of rats tonight. That's the end of this episode, listener, but next week you could become a watcher and affect the Jester's adventures by joining our Twitch stream, which happens every Wednesday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. That's Toronto time. If you join our Twitch chat, you can give the cast magical items, name NPCs, and decide the events that shape Ravenloft. So catch up on the story, follow Dum Dum Dice on Twitch, and join our weekly stream right away. Jesters of Ravenloft features the voices of players Tyler Hewitt, Del Borovic, Guy Bradford, and Adam McNamara, alongside Dungeon Master Ryan LaPlante. 
This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Justice of Ravenloft's artwork was created by Del Borovic at delborovic.com. That's D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme song is Dark Mysterious Halloween Night by Sound Gallery by Dimitri Taras. And our ad breaks use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, whose music is available at freemusicarchive.org. For all things Dum Dums and Dice, including merchandise and how to join our Patreon, you can visit dumdumdice.com or find us on social media at dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Now get out of here before the mist gets you too. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn1138, Alorain Okapi, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Nithrian, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia de los Hoodless, Diovasis, Loki Burrito, Squishy Werewolf, Remy, Funky Head, Nomad, the Wise Paladin of the Badlands, Accent Therapeutic Services in Florence, Kentucky, Lale, and Jill and Noel LaPlante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. You start with your own breathing. Match the rhythm of the breeze that carves the canopy, the birds and bugs chirping in set intervals. Feel the subtle pulse rising up from the ground beneath you. To wander is to dance with the forest. But the forest isn't just the partner. She's the music, the style. She's the rhythm. She's the set of ancient steps and movements that have been passed down from one dancer to another. She teaches you to dance the dance she invented to the music she's singing in a tonal system she thought up one night as it pleased her. You breathe, and you listen, and you wait for your place. Your first step, the call to... Fairy Folktale Podcast from T.H. Ponders, a member of the Fable and Folly Network. Listen to the show by searching for The Wanderer in Apple Podcasts or by visiting www.calloftheWander.com.